Hello? Hi, Dad. Who is this? Your daughter? No, that's not possible. My daughter's asleep, and I know that because I kissed her goodnight almost two hours ago. When are you and Mommy coming home? There are times when we make history. It doesn't matter. You're going to be asleep by then, right? And there are times when history makes us. Good night, Daddy. Good night, little P. To mm -hmm. ensure you that the same American dream shared by our father, our mother. It's weird. Yeah. Ours just went black, too. Wait, please, just tell us what you know. Capital's been attacked. Congress. Captain. Eagle is gone. Sir, you are now the president of the United States. Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey, uh, and today I am doing a review of Designated Survivor Season 1. I recently just watched this. Actually, I rewatched it. Uh, first time rewatching it since 2016. Again, this is like a, a, an issue with Scream. I uh, saw the first two seasons, never got to see the last season. Uh, so, just going to go back and rewatch it, and I'll give a review of these seasons every. Uh, with every season I finish. <laughs> but anyway, I'll get into the, the storyline real quick and get through the scores, and then I'll give you my thoughts on Season 1. Okay, so here we go. Season 1 of Designated Survivor begins with the lowly Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, Tom Kirkman, played by Kiefer Sutherland, being told he's literally the only guy left to become president when a devastating explosion rips through the Capitol during the State of the Union. In the aftermath, step... President Kirkman now teams up with Congressman, Congresswoman, my bad, Kimball Hookstratton, played by Virginia Matson, the GOP's chosen designated survivor to bring stability back to the country. He also meets Congressman Peter McLeish, the lone survivor of the catastrophic, his new vice president. Meanwhile, the FBI desperately tried to uncover how the attack was even possible with Agent Hannah Wells. 
uh, played by Maggie Q, and Deputy Director Jason Atwood, played by Malik Yoba, suspecting it was an inside job. So, that is your plot to the first season of the on the tomato meter it got an 87 for 87% so it's certified fresh the audience score was 78%. So now let's really talk about this dive into this. So yes, uh actually Tom Kirkman was fired the the morning of the Capitol bombing. Um you know, so he is going to be the designated survivor but he was also going to, he was told to step down. You know, he's, he'll be moved elsewhere. Uh, so he was, he basically was fired, you know, you know. But anyway, the Capitol bombing happens. He becomes president of the United States. He's not a politician. He's an independent. Uh, he's not a Republican or Democrat. He's an independent. So, you know, obviously he's trying to figure out what happened. Everyone's trying to figure out what happened. Who 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 is the cause of this? Um, it's got it's it's got some twists and turns throughout the first season. I absolutely love this season. This is I think as far as acting goes, this is probably uh, the best I've ever seen Kiefer Kiefer. Uh, at all. I mean, twenty four will be something he's always known for. Jack Bauer and he's amazing as Jack Bauer, but Jack Bauer's is is full of action. Tom Kirkman's not. You know, he's not a violent man. He, you know, he's reserved, conservative. You know, he's not that guy. He's not Jack. This is complete opposite of Jack Bauer. So I was, when I first started watching this, uh, I was like, in the, in the beginning, you know, uh, when I started watching this for the very first time, I can remember being, I was like took him taken back by that the fact that Kiefer's not this action packed guy as he was in twenty four, even though he's president, you you still feel I felt like he was gonna <laughs> grab a gun and kill somebody or fight someone to the death, but that's not what Tom Kirkman's about, and I love Tom Kirkman. I I love this character. Um, I don't like it as much as Jack Bauer or twenty four, but. For what this is, and this is a political drama, and I'm not a very political person at all. Like, really, I'm not. I'm not political at all. I don't talk about politics. I don't watch political shows. I've seen maybe three political shows in my lifetime. Designated Survivors one. I mean, I guess you can count Twenty Four as being one as well, to a, a tiny bit. Uh, you know, but this is dealing with the White House and stuff, so. Uh, on a daily basis, on a, every episode is about the White House and what they do and what they go through. So um, I've never really watched a show about that. I think I watched one show about uh, Susan Sarandon was in it. I forget what it's called. Um, I watched that show where she was running for something, Senate Senator or something. Uh, I like that show as well, but not not like this. So this is just this was just amazing to watch. Um, Maggie is really good in this row as Hannah Wells. Uh, you know, the supporting cast is really good. Cal Penn's in this. He was coming off the Obama run term. He was coming off of that and getting back into acting. This is like the first thing he chose. <laughs> so he was kind of still in the White House to some degree uh, or felt like it. Um, I, yeah, he's he becomes uh, Tom Kirkman's speechwriter. He doesn't believe in Tom Kirkman. He actually says... In the trailer, you hear it. 
that he says he should he doesn't know what he's doing he has no clue he should stop he should resign uh he even tells tom kirkman that and he's a very upfront and honest uh i like him in this show um there's a lot there's a great supporting cast it is it's just great but the heart of the show is finding out who not only who did the the capital bombing why they did it you know you find out all that out in this season i'm not gonna spoil it for those who have not seen it or who possibly could listen to this and had no interest in watching but maybe you find my review helpful and intriguing and you want to go watch it because I, I honestly honest to god i i love this show I, at least the first season you know i don't remember so much about the second season i have never seen the third season at all uh i was upset uh when it got canceled, I, the most thing I remember about season two is Michael J. Fox shows up for like the last five episodes. Um, Tom Kirkman's under investigation. Uh, so I remember that, but I, I don't want to get into that. I want to stay focused on season one. Um, just the fact, I mean, just p- put your mind here at, at, that you are this designated survivor. The president is killed in a bombing. Everybody in that. Uh, event was killed uh, except for one guy you know McLeish uh, and you make him your vice president there, there's an a, a assassination attempt on your life you know you you you're put in the spotlight you never really been in the spotlight never wanted to be in the spotlight but you're 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 the leader of the free world um, it's 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 an amazing to see the transformation uh, Tom Kirkman goes through from when we first see him till the end of season one it's a it's a great transformation i think it's Kiefer's best work as an actor uh and i say that and i, I love him as jack bauer as i said but this, this is a different type of character this is a different type of character i've ever seen him play he's always been a tough guy and uh and pretty much everything i've seen him play whether it was a good good guy or a bad guy he's always been a kind of a tough guy um i i, I always go back to him and as doc and young guns. That's what I. It's my first memory of Kiefer. Um, but you know, uh, I I had a fun with this show. I liked uh, all the characters. Uh, Aaron Short, uh, which I can't remember. He was in Blood and Oil. Uh, the actor. I can't remember the thing of the actor's name, but he's really good in this. Ithaca Richie's in this. Uh, she's really good. Um, like I'm, I'm probably Virginia Madsen's really good in this too, but you know, and I, there's so many people that show up. I don't know the actor's name, but uh, Abe Leonard is a he's a journalist. Uh, he kind of faded out. He kind of you know, he's considered like a drunken journalist. If once a big time journalist, now you know he's he's on fumes, right? But his story arc is really good in this show. Um, there's so many people. When you find out who's actually behind it, you know, when Hannah Wells discovers that it's, you know, it's it's an interesting turn of events. When because it's in, you know, I don't want to get into it, but it I don't want to spoil it. Really, I would love to get into it. I I just don't want to spoil it for those who have not seen it because this is a rather new. It's not like an old old show. It's it's rather new. It's only a f- three to four years old. Um, so I just don't want to spoil that because um, it, it's rather new. Uh, it just was an amazing little show to watch. Uh, 
as the train goes by. Uh, I really enjoyed it though. I've really had fun with this. Um, one of my favorite scenes in this is actually the assassination attempt. You know it's coming. Hannah Wells is trying to stop it, and you know she's not going to be able to. And I honestly thought when it happened, because you don't see it when it happened, you, you hear that gun go off, and that's how it ends. It's kind of like who shot Jr. in that in that way. Um, you don't. I, I honestly don't think he gets hit. I don't think Tom Kirkman gets hit. I'm thinking the wife gets hit, and it doesn't happen. It, Tom Kirkman's the one that gets hit. Uh, he has to have heart surgery uh, to repair it. Um, it. It's it's amazing to, to just for them to t take you into the life in the life of Tom Kirkman. You know the transformation he has. As I said, it, it's just it's an amazing. You know. Part of little uh, cinema here. Uh, I, I actually gr greatly enjoyed it. Um, as I said, I'm not a political person. I don't watch political shows, scripted shows, or unscripted. I, I, I just typically don't watch those type of shows. But I really enjoyed this show. Uh, and my only interest in the show in the beginning was Kiefer Sutherland. I am a massive fan of his. I think he's underappreciated, and uh, I love him. I love I love his work. Uh, don't know him personally, but as far as an actor, I love his work. Um, Flatliners was another one he did. Um, you know, I can go on about Kiefer. I mean, what he did, what, you know, I just never thought he became that big star he should have become. Uh, but, you know, 24 kind of changed that, and he, he's known around the world as Jack Boward now, so he's, so that, that's awesome. Uh, but anyway, um, I really liked uh, the insights you get into what a president does on a daily basis. I like that uh, aspect of this show. I like the aspect of his chief of, you know, his, his staff, you know, uh, what they have to deal with uh, on a daily basis. It, it's a crisis every day. It, it's something every single day, which, you know, all of us in America, uh, don't probably don't appreciate whether we like the current president or not. We don't appreciate what he has to go through, especially what he's going through today. Uh, look, these guys, the, the president, whether you like him or not, they go through a lot. Uh, and a lot of people don't like the current president. <laughs> um, they, they don't like him at all. They hate him, uh, you know. And But you got you need to understand that they go through a lot. Uh, they have a crisis every day. And this is probably the worst it's been for at least a long, long time. You're dealing with the pandemic. You're dealing with, uh, you know, cops killing uh, African Americans, uh, riots, uh, burning buildings, burning stores. I mean, you know, just you're dealing with so much at the same time. <laughs> it, it's it's incredible. So, and I'm, I'm am I a fan of Trump? Not really. I think he comes off ignorant at times. Um, I feel like he he's getting he's been fed bad info. I, I would that'd be my guess. Uh, like I said, I'm not into politics. I don't talk about politics. Uh, but of course, I'm I'm reviewing a show that is about politics, so I have to mention something about politics. But I just I just like that the show puts you in, in in inside that White House and what they go through on a daily basis. Uh, the wars they, they avoid, uh, 
the crisis they face on a daily basis. And I think that's something special. And I think the American people don't have a clue um, what they deal with. Uh, you know, I didn't have a clue. When I say people didn't have a clue, I'm including myself. Um, you know, I know it's fiction, but I also know Cal Penn helped with the story. He, he helped with some of the, the issues that Obama faced. Uh, so so that, that's a little bit of realism that I think any other political show didn't have. Or maybe they did. Maybe they had someone inside the White House helping them with, with scripts and whatnot. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. But I know Cal Penn was on Obama's staff, and I know he helped with some of the scripts, you know, with some of the storytelling with what the president goes through on a daily basis. I do know that. So as far as I'm concerned, I love this show. I recommend this show to anyone, um, whether you're into politics or not. It's a, it's, it's a very insightful show to watch uh, what a president and his staff go through on a daily basis. And it, on top of that, you, you've got the Capitol bombing where a designated survivor becomes president. And that's the most interesting aspect of this show for me that kind of drew, dragged me in, drew me in, I should say, um, was that I did not know there was a such a thing as a designated survivor. Like, I'm very, very green when it comes to politics. I don't know much. I, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't. And I, I'll never will claim to. Uh, but I enjoyed what I saw on this show. I enjoyed the aspect that they told, the, the narrative they told in the show, and I, I enjoyed it a lot. I Because it was very fascinating that you would have a designated survivor. And I would assume you would have one. Now watching, it's like it kind of makes sense. If something was to happen to all these people, there would be someone to take their place. You basically have to rebuild Congress, and you you just have to rebuild it all, and from scratch. And that's it's an it's an incredible, it's it's sad, and but it's it's an incredible thing that you have to rebuild from scratch, and that's what they're doing here. They're rebuilding from scratch, and trying to give you know the American people hope, you know that our country will get back to normalcy. And and I'm talking about that in a time of crisis right now. Because with the the COVID nineteen, the riots, you know, officers killing, and, that, and that's nothing new. You know, we always hear about uh, an officer killing an African American male or a female, or you know, it, it's not, it's not something new. But there's you got there's got to be change somewhere down the line. You, you got to change. You have to evolve. You have to become better. And we need to take the steps in doing that. And, you know, I, I'm i not someone in position to change anything. But hopefully there will be change. And I know I've gotten off topic and I didn't want to, but it can kind of help, help it with the way the world is right now to get off topic when you're talking about politics or the president or, you know, a show like this. Um, you kind of have to get off topic. Because you have to talk about what, how the world is right now. And the world's in a really bad place right now with the pandemic. And some people don't believe it. I absolutely, I absolutely, absolutely believe it because I know people that are facing the COVID-19. I, it's, it's a terrible thing. And, and they, they tell me what it does to their body or tell my girlfriend what it does to their body. It, it's sad. And you, you, your heart goes out to that person that's facing this. So... You know, but back to the show, um, 
like I said, I enjoy the insightfulness about becoming president as being a designated survivor. I, 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 and you're rooting for these people because they're trying to bring America back, you know, trying to give hope to the American people, to the people uh, that have lost, you know, all confidence. I mean, in their eyes, they have no president. This guy has stepped in who we don't know. And you don't know if you can trust him. He's never, he doesn't, he's not a politician. So you, you just have no confidence. And there was a, there's a certain scene in here where it, they're voting for something, uh, a certain law, I believe. And no one's showing up. No one shows up until President Kirkman shows up and votes. And he had to take charge. People had to see him leading before they would go. And, and that's just how it is. And so I really like that moment in the show. Uh, there's many moments in the show that I really like. Um, he has two kids who are not used to being in the spotlight. And they're put into the spotlight. Uh, there's a instance with his teenage son that may not be his. His teenage son's um, actually Robbie from Cobra Kai. Uh, so it was that's where I first saw him. So... I had a connection with his character in Cobra Kai before this. I mean, before Cobra Kai with uh, Designate Survivor, because that's Tom Kirkman's son. Uh, but, you know, I, I really enjoyed this show. I'm going to give my mark outs real quick. I'm going to give it five mark outs on the mark out meter. Uh, it, I, the first season is a total blast. Uh it's 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 near perfect. It really is. Uh, but that's been my thoughts on Designated Survivor season one. I will return for another review of Designated Survivor season two when I wrap it up. Um, then I look forward to season three. Um, I I don't as far as what's coming up on the podcast um, this week. I don't know actually. I know we're finally gonna try to reshoot. The Haunting of Hill House, binge-worthy. Uh, we did it, but things happened. Um, you know, it didn't record properly. Uh, so, and then we're going to... I mean, I don't know. Uh, we, we took the week off last week uh, due to a, a member of the podcast, his family. A uh, member of Pathway. Um, our condolences and prayers are with him at this time. Um a very difficult time for him uh so our thoughts and prayers are with him um and so i probably won't post this until like monday i mean i'll post it on the podcast but i probably won't you know share it till like monday uh so hopefully anyone that listens i hopefully enjoyed this review um hope you look forward to season two uh review uh hopefully uh you get something out of this um and uh, if nothing else to say, I, I just want to end it with God bless. And I hopefully everyone has a great weekend. Until next time, this has been Brandon Spivey from the Markout Movie Podcast.